everyone, and welcome to the Ear Drunk Podcast. My name is Zach, and with me, as always, is Marshall Brook. Howdy. Uh, Marshall, are you a goblin in a trench coat? <laughs> I'm three goblins in a trench coat, baby. Oh, dip. Yeah. You're all just stacked on top of each other? Yeah, flippy, florp, and glorp. Flippy, florp, and glorp. Yeah. Oh, it's, well, it's great to meet you. I mean, I've known you for a while, but like, I, it's good to know you proper, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you won't we, ever talk to a Flippy and Florp. Just yeah. me Glorp up top. Glorp's up top. Okay, Flippy, Florp, and Glorp. Yeah. Right. Okay, so Glorp's on top. Flippy. So Flippy is the feet, legs, uh, lower torso, and upper torso. Okay. Um, Is Florp your neck? <laughs> Florp is my genitals exclusively. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Florp's well, the only one out of the three of us that gets <clears throat> any. Yeah. Oh, sure. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 And he just gets all up inside there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Caves. Yeah. Cans of dog food. Oh, okay, yeah. That's uh, good. Goblin stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, that's a problem about being a dog owner, and a lot of people don't uh, talk about this, is whenever you put up your uh, dog food, you have to have goblin traps, like, <laughs> next to your dog food. Uh, or else, the you know, in two weeks, you know, you're out of dog food. <laughs> you know? Big issues. Big issues. All those crafty little goblins. Yeah. Well, Glorp. Um, it's great that you're here on the podcast with, uh, with us, uh, uh, every episode, uh, we start off by talking about what beer we're drinking. Uh, Glorp, what do you got? So I've got a beer that, uh, if I was out of my human suit and just sitting with my three buddies drinking, my two buddies drinking, well, yeah, my two just, buddies and then my third friend who just doesn't think this shtick is funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> everyone's got the one. Yeah. Everyone's got the one. So yeah. if I was out of the suit doing that, uh, this can of beer would be probably up past my thigh, okay. um, up towards like my, my belly button. Sure. Um, and sure, it's not sure. even a tall boy. It's just a regular beer. Yeah. Just regular. Um, brewed by the Miller brothers at their mill. Oh, yeah. Uh, Miller Brothers that we know. Um, um, Miller Lite, baby. Yeah. I'm also drinking Miller Lite. Uh, one thing I like about the Miller Lite can is it doesn't let you forget the, the fact that you're drinking wheat. <laughs> and it's got a little bit of hops on the on the label. Yep, yep. You know, it's just like it's like, hey, guys, you're fucking drinking plants. You know, like That's it's like they, re they really want to emphasize that. It's like, hey, <clears throat> I know how flashy, you know, we can be. But it comes back to the product and what here uh, at the mill. The, the mill the miller brothers do uh it just comes back to that and i always like that you know? well, well i i don't want to get into a whole talk about fermentation and brewing and stuff right because that's you know, not the part yeah yeah because i was like i was gonna ask i was gonna ask something about tea and plants and drinks and you know what let's yeah. just uh, move right along from that yeah let's just plow right through that conversation uh, i wasn't gonna say anything of note but it would have taken 15 minutes to resolve so <laughs> But ladies and gentlemen, that's the show. Uh, Marshall. So, oh yeah. Oh, I, I was just gonna let people know. Uh, oh yeah. So, yeah, sure. so uh, I, I, this is the Ear Drunk Podcast. Every week, Marshall and I take a select theme and we uh, uh, make a playlist of songs around that theme. Uh, this week's theme is uh, songs to kill goblins too. But we also like to do little uh, segments along the way, have a few laughs, a few beers, all that fun stuff. Uh, Marshall, I think you had an interesting topic that you'd like to uh, lead us off with. Yeah, so first of all, don't ever fact check anything I say on this show, because I mess <laughs> up sometimes. Yeah, you're, um, you're, well, you're, well, I was about to say you're a human, but no, you're, you're three I'm goblins. I'm three goblins, I can't yeah. read, and neither can he, and neither can he. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're doing your best. I'm, I'm trying, okay? Yeah. So, so sometimes I'm going to call several bands consecutively 90s indie emo because in my head that's what the genre is yeah and they released albums in like 2008 right it sounds like what i associate with uh basically pinback which mm. is the actual band i'm referencing anytime i say that yeah so, uh I, I think i messed up helvetia and potentially uh ugly casanova and whatever who cares mm. yeah, uh, yeah don't fact check me i'm only kind of smart yeah so uh that being said i do have a segment prepared oh it's called Featuring, um, and basically, what I'm gonna do. <laughs> it was funny just because it's like a, a, the way you said it, it made it it sound like you were gonna say featuring. Well, right, that's yeah. that's that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, so man. basically, what I've got is yeah, I'm I've on got, my toes. <laughs> I've got um, two different sets of similarly famous pop culture people. So uh, it'll be an actor and an actor. Okay. Or it'll be a musician and a musician, mm -hmm. um, uh, or what have you. Okay. Um, and I have paired them with a different pop culture figure okay. and given them a task to do. 
And okay. you're going to tell me which of those groups would do that task better. Yeah. And uh, and 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 why you have to justify it? Okay. Uh, so our first two teams, Team mm-hmm. One, is uh, Macaulay Culkin and David Blaine. Okay. Versus Johnny Depp. Okay. So they, they're both act- Macaulay Culkin and Johnny Depp. They're both actors who like sing songs. I don't know. Okay. Macaulay okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're <laughs> both in bands that haven't really done a whole lot. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I see the um, connection. Uh, so, so, so Macaulay Culkin and David Blaine versus Johnny Depp, and then this was actually two people. So I made them. It, it's the Pin and Teller Super Robot. Oh. <laughs> that's how they. That's how they, they. They could be the one. Yeah. It's like a sort of like Krang from like uh, Teenage Mutant <laughs> yeah, Ninja exactly, Turtles, exactly. where they like it's Pendulette's body, but like Teller is like in the. <laughs> The, the tummy yeah, in the stomach yeah the little tummy glass, like, yeah like, little windshield yeah 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 um, which is hilarious because also teller isn't the one that talks so it's, <laughs> he's just there chilling i like this i like so, this a lot so between uh macaulay culkin and david blaine on one team and johnny depp and the pin and teller super robot on the other team okay who do you think could deadlift more weight oh man okay uh so i feel like both like I don't need to focus on Johnny Depp or Macaulay Culkin because they both, I like I feel like that evens out, right. you know, About, like just yeah. like like uh, like uh, an actor uh, who started off very young because both of them did, you know, uh, and then moved on to uh, just weird shit that they're doing, and uh, uh, obviously their their lives are in the public eye and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I feel like a like that evens it out. <laughs> Yeah, what I'm really looking at is a David Blaine v. Pendulet uh, and Teller robot. Uh, that's like, yeah, that yeah. is that is the deciding factor in this. Um, and in terms of deadlift, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think, I think David Blaine would probably work really hard to do physically as much as he could. To yeah. like you know deadlift all this <laughs> yeah, you know I yeah. think I think the guy it's like obviously uh, you know goes through a lot of uh, hard work to make sure his uh, his body is good uh, you mm-hmm, know and mm-hmm. tight for whenever they put him in <laughs> ice or he stands on a big tall thing for like six days. <laughs> However, the efficiency of this robot I think would be too grand for any human or even metaphysical magician to really outdo. Because it's like, at that point, you no longer just have magic. <laughs> you have magic and science. You know? Like, that's the ultimate featuring. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the that's the collab here that's really going to take it yeah. to the, yeah. the moon and back. So, I, I'm, I'm going to say fucking Johnny Depp and uh, and, and Pendulette uh, uh, ro- uh, Pin and Teller Robot. Yeah, know? so I think... Uh, I- <laughs> Thank you for the in-depth response. Yeah, um, I thought the robot made it abundantly clear, pretty much out the gates, that they I would kick so the ass. Yeah, um, no, it, um, it, uh, <laughs> it would have been like who would have been like thrown a better tea party. I, I think I, I would be like, oh, probably David Blaine and Macaulay Culkin. And Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> uh, so, so on to our next pairing here. Yeah, a different activity as well. Okay, so we've got a uh, David Grohl. From the Foo Fighters and Nirvana. All right, his legal name, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think yeah, the, I, full, the full thing yeah. is his legal name from the Foo Fighters and Nirvana. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, That's and, on his license. And uh, uh, and he is paired with Peyton Manning. Okay. And he is against D. Schneider <laughs> from Twisted Sister. All right. Um, and Aaron Rodgers. Oh, okay. And they have to compete in a pro curling tournament. Oh man. Okay. Uh, so, uh, once again, teams are, uh, D Snyder and Aaron Rodgers Correct. with, uh, Manning and, uh, Dave uh, Grohl. Dave Grohl. Ooh, that's a toughie. <laughs> Cause I think the, uh, like, uh, wait, I'm sorry, Peyton Manning or Eli Manning? Peyton Manning, the Peyton good Manning. one. Okay. All right. Cause here's the thing. You've really Eli con- Manning is a net loss. Like he's, yeah, he's a negative course. on your team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because here's the thing. I feel like curling, as we saw when the Americans, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 went in there and and were, you know, uh, us, uh, <laughs> good or bad or whatever. It was us. I uh, I I think we we were demonstrated like oh yeah this could be an activity if some bros just wanted to chill and get drunk. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, everyone. In these, like every uh, party member in this is like, gives off that vibe of like get <laughs> get drunk on some beers, you know, push some things, maybe do hang some out. brews, yeah, and hang out, push a big puck. However, I think 
I think Dave Grohl and Peyton Manning would have more of a teammate type bond. You know, I'm sure they've been on like some charity work or other uh-huh. stuff like that. I uh, I think uh, <laughs> uh, uh, they actually have the 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 team bond that you need in order for you to like really scrub that ice. to really compete in a team sport like curling. Yeah, whereas I don't think D. Snyder and Aaron Rodgers have that much in common, other than like, oh yeah, we like to get drunk and 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 we're on this curling team. Because I feel like as soon as like Aaron Rodgers starts talking about doing ayahuasca, fucking like <laughs> D. Snyder is gonna say some sort of like weird fucking quip, and then like uh, uh, I don't know, is he pro Trump? He gives off probably. that vibe, yeah. You probably. Know? Like I feel like uh, we're not gonna take it now. Uh, like it's like flipped on the other. It's like we will take it. You know, uh, we will no, take no, it. No, no, no. Actually, I read something recently about D. Snyder telling conservatives not to use that song. I think for campaign rallies and shit. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, good for him. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah, it could be another hype song that's used at every political rally ever. You know what I think about D. Snyder? Other than Twisted Sister, I you just... think anything about D. Snyder yes. other than Twisted yes, Sister? Yes, because he's in. He's in an episode of Chappelle show. Oh, I thought you were going to say Celebrity Wife Swap. No. Because he is in an episode of, of Celebrity Wife Swap. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's just, that should tell us all we need to know about the man. But there's one segment on uh, the Chappelle show where it's like, oh, ask black people. Right? Uh-huh. And like it's Paul Mooney <laughs> answering these questions. It's a good on, segment. Yeah, 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 on, the, yeah. On, on behalf of D. like Snyder does that one. D. Snyder is in like a, a really? fucking yeah, like a little segment. It's like I had no clearly idea. D. Snyder. He's got the glasses. He has the hair, <laughs> and then he asks some sort of like dumbass question. And <laughs> and so like I feel like I hold that against him in a way because yeah. I'm like this guy's probably not progressive in 2022. <laughs> and again, you know? I could be wrong about the thing I said. I could um, be wrong. So so which is something D. Snyder has never once in his life said. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and I've already said it like three or four times, not on this episode, but on this show, like spanned so far. Yeah. So <laughs> I keep all of this backstory and lore to say I'm giving it to Grohl and Peyton just because I think they're going to be crushing it and having a good time. I wrote uh, uh, I wrote uh, I agree with your answer. Yeah, uh, I, I, could, I, I agree because I also just put who I thought would win. And the reason uh, I wrote for winning is next to D. Snyder's name. I just wrote asshole. Um, so I think I think it was the same general takeaway of just like Aaron Rodgers and D. Snyder are not having a good time. So yeah. They're not gonna, yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I think at the end of the Have day. Seen... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I think at the end of the day, it's the heart that wins curling. Yeah, well, have you seen the documentary about curling? About no, I haven't. Curling? It's actually really fun. What, uh, well, Marshall, does it have a fun name? Do you, do you I, know I, the I name? I do not know. I oh. watched it very faded at two in the morning. Um, I loved it. It was a great documentary. Sure. It's about, uh, so it's basically about like when when uh, curling was just a Canada sport, like a sport just in Canada, and it was like a very like regional thing. Every town would have a curling team, and there was a big like uh, like, and then you'd be your state champion, and there sure. was like a big thing every year. But it was always super casual. They were all like literally drinking beer and smoking cigarettes while pushing the puck on the ice, <laughs> like literally like while sliding. There were so many guys just smoking cigarettes and drinking beer and then some asshole came in and he was like i'm gonna win curling <laughs> um, and he like found an exploit in the rules and just like made the game super competitive and not chill um, yeah and so they had to like write new rules and do all this other shit and i was like oh man i wish i could have i wish i could have seen like old school curling in the olympics yeah, you know? oh, yeah. <laughs> just like a bunch of guys with beer guts sliding down and just like- smo- just chain smoking <laughs> you like the uh, the ash gets all over the ice and it just looks <laughs> fucking disgusting yeah i'd watch that yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be, um, yeah, that would be something I'd watch every Olympics. So, um, I do have one last one for featuring, um, and this pairing is, uh, Team One is, uh, Jonah Hill from Wolf on Wall Street. Oh, so specifically from that era or that character That in character, the Jonah Hill from Wolf on Wall Street. I did not, I didn't look up the character's name, um, yeah. but that guy. Yeah, Frankie um, Fake Teeth. And his, uh, and his teammate is a Crack Rock. Okay, all right, all right, we got a strong lead. Um, and then he is going against uh, Harry Potter. Okay. Who is paired with a real cop. <laughs> I figured a crack rock and a real cop were close enough to the same thing and that they destroy lives that I could include them in the same category. Marshall, in both the previous ones, I could kind of see the correlation between the two things, you know? 
And then we got to Jonah Hill and a crack rock and Harry Potter and a cop. Harry Potter and a cop is my favorite one that J.K. Rowling wrote. It's the it's the it's the eighth book. It's when he uh, goes into booking for uh, for exposing magic to uh, the Muggles, I guess. I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so okay, so it's Harry Potter and a real cop versus Jonah Hill from The Wolf on Wall Street. That character, yeah, also a fictional character, right? That's the connection, Zach. Since okay, you were drawing the lines there. Yeah, okay, all right. Um, and a crack rock. And, a crack uh, rock. and their task is they have to compete in a cage match. Okay, a hell so, in a cell cage match, baby. So cracked up Jonah Hill from or well, see now I'm thinking like oh you know like. This is Jonah Hill with some crack, but technically, I feel like it's also Jonah Hill with a giant rock of crack that is uh, anam- uh, anamorphic or whatever. You're allowed to do whatever. Um, <sighs> I will say though, you were incorrect. It's not Jonah Hill. It is Jonah Hill as the guy from Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're right, Marshall. I, I, I forgot that that is the the pairing. It's it's uh, two fictional characters. Correct. With uh, uh, a crack and a cop. Two fictional characters paired with two things that destroy lives. Um, man. <laughs> okay, so here's 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 how I see it like happening. Do you have any more questions? No. <laughs> I think we all I think we all know how it happens. Um, I would say like okay, so uh, the the thing starts. And Jonah Hill immediately starts smoking the crack, right? Like, he immediately mm-hmm, starts mm-hmm. smoking the crack. Uh, and then the cop is like, hey, don't do that. Because that's, uh, well, we actually also didn't specify what type of cop. We just said cop, you know? Uh, so I'm going to say it's a Canadian cop. Oh. So he's just like, ah. Um, Canadian I, federal cop? Is he a Mountie or is he just a dude? Oh, he's just a dude. He's okay. not a Mountie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so he's just a, he's going to be one of those uh, cops who just doesn't want to like fill out paperwork or actually do anything. <laughs> so he starts off slow uh, with just like, hey, hey, don't do that. You know? Uh, and then Harry Potter is like, oh, no, I learned about this in potions. And then <laughs> and then so uh, Harry Potter uh, uh, tries to take out like some polymorph. Uh, juice, right? Like Jekyll and Hyde or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. But he accidentally spills it over on the cop. Mmm. Yeah. Mm. And the cop... Big twist. Yeah, the cop also turns into Jonah Hill. <laughs> now we're in that age-old scenario of who's... Who's Jonah Hill? Who's Jonah Hill from, from Wolf, Wolf on Wall, Wall Street. Street. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, classic. It's a classic trope. We always see it. And it, he's like, I don't know which one's the real one. You know, is it? Um, he's now a British cop. He's from London. Oh, wait, oh no, 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 no. That's, that's Harry Potter. Potter. That's Harry that's Potter. Harry Potter. Sorry, no, no, no. Yeah. A mistake. Yeah, you yeah, nailed yeah. that. You nailed yeah, that. Thank I you. was wrong. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Um, guys, I just want to apologize real quick. <laughs> uh, please don't fact check me. Um. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. So, uh, so Harry Potter's like pointing the wand at both of them. He's like, "Which one of you is the real cop?" And like one of them is cr- like really high on crack cocaine. Yeah, um, <laughs> just twitching like nobody's business. He's, he's twitching, but he also has the energy to like really drive home just paranoia. Like yeah, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> he's really selling it. Yeah, he's really just like, no, it's obviously the other guy. I'm the cop, and he just starts saying a bunch of shitty things. Yeah, uh, fair. But all of that just uh, goes over Harry Potter's head, you know. And uh, at the end of the day, you know, um. He's uh, uh, just a, you know, a, a, a kid who goes to school and gets bullied a yeah. lot. And so uh, Sorry, are you talking go- about me. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so uh, uh, so he just kills them both. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, how Harry Potter yeah. is very uh, bloodthirsty <laughs> and hates Jonah Hill from Wolf of Wall Street. So he kills them both, but he takes the crack from himself. Now, here's the kicker. OK, 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 OK. <laughs> When he starts doing the crack, his 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 scar starts burning, right? Oh no. Oh no, it's oh, been cut no. with something. <laughs> oh no, what's it cut with? Is he smoking Voldemort right now? Yeah, he's smoking Voldemort. <laughs> so 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 Voldemort just emerges from Harry Potter's body, kind of like in uh, uh Friday the thirteenth too. Uh no, 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 no. Yeah, and then and then Voldemort's just like Got any questions? <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, so yeah, that's who wins. 
So okay, so so you say Jonah Hill from Wolf on Wall Street and a crack walk, a crack, a quack walk yeah. wins the fight. Well, I mean, if the war on drugs has taught us anything, the crack rock always wants to fight. <laughs> so okay, uh, I, I respect that. I, I I disagree, but I respect that. Okay, all right. Um, so my whole thing is uh, the real cop just the second they get in the ring immediately pulls his gun because he feels mildly threatened. Sure. Um, and he tries to shoot Jonah Hill from Wolf on Wall Street. Um, but like every cop, he misses and hits Harry Potter, just an innocent stand- nearby stick. Right, they're like stormtroopers. Uh, yeah, exactly. And yeah. so then, and then he proceeds to kill Jonah Hill uh, from Wolf on Wall Street. Uh, mm-hmm. But even though Jonah Hill and the Crack Rock are on the ground and Harry Potter's on the ground, technically he won because yeah. uh, you know, yeah, he's still up. Yeah. So, mm. so cop wins. Uh, well, well, I, there, there technically wasn't a right and wrong answer on these, but yeah, I'll go ahead and say Copper in, wins. You got that one wrong. Okay. Uh, two for three. Yeah, and that's why I hate cops. It's just unfair, <laughs> you know? All right. Well, well, that was... Yeah. Featuring. Featuring. Uh, sorry, Marshall. Featuring? Featuring. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on to our main segment. Uh, this is our little show and tell. Uh, the theme this week is uh, songs to kill goblins to. Uh, Marshall, how'd you like uh, putting together this playlist? Oh, man. So there was... I told Zach, like, the day we decided we were doing this one, I was like, Zach, I'm going to try so hard not to do all metal songs. And then, like, like 15 minutes into curating this playlist, I had, like, three full metal albums added to the playlist. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But I have managed to cut it down. Yeah. It's not all metal songs. Sure. Uh, not all five songs are metal. It's four metal songs and a hardcore punk song. So. Nice. <laughs> Well, I got some I got some odd ones <laughs> of the bunch. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and lead us off. Oh, well, real quick. Uh, oh, yeah. Let me just uh, introduce the bit for any new listeners. Yeah, I, mean, I know you know what you're doing. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. But we do it the same every single week. And so I just like people to know what's going on. So this right. week, um, uh, it'll start and Zach's going to present a song and then he's going to pass it off to me. Um, and just like every single week, I'm going to do the second song. Right. Uh, and then Zach will follow up and, and we'll go back and forth until we land on five songs each, 10 yeah. songs total. And we always do it the same way every, every time. Every week. Yeah. We're very consistent. Uh, that's one thing you'll come to love about us as um, uh, professionals. Uh, professional podcast people. Yeah, this is a, this podcast is on my LinkedIn profile. <laughs> <laughs> What's your first song to kill goblins to, Zach? Uh, my first song to kill goblins to is called Animated Violence uh, by the OCs. Dope. So I picked this song because, A, uh, it is off the album Orc, uh, which is a dope <laughs> album. Uh, very heavy. Uh, it's, uh, it looks like, um, like the cover kind of looks like the top part of the face of like Shrek's pissed off, uh, stepdad. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just yeah. like, uh, it's like really beautiful, but also just like very like kind of like musky and gross. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, an orc. Yeah. It's like one beautiful, bead of blood just going orc. down his head. It's like, he's got like, uh, like, you know, like purple skin and like some like weird eyes and shit. I love it. Uh, but this song, um, it just fucking rips like some, like, it just rips like a phone book and a motivational speech, you know? <laughs> like, it's just fucking just, you know? <laughs> Uh, I fucking love it. It's uh, really tight on like the drums and bass. Uh, yeah. And then the uh, John Dwyer, who's the uh, musician who's in the band. So it's like it's funny because they keep renaming this band. But the anagram has always been O.C. and like S. Right. OK. And so like at one point it was like Orange County Sounds. Oh, uh, okay. and then like and then they moved on to the OCs and then it or like OCS and uh-huh. then the OCs and then they spelled it with like two E's on, <laughs> on the the and then at one point I think on this album they just drop it to OC. Uh, <laughs> Good for them. Yeah. No, no. So it's always fun. Like whenever they drop an album, I was like, all right, what is it this time? You know? Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a really fucking great song. Like I mentioned, the drums and the bass are just super tight. And then it's just like so heavy with the guitar. Uh, uh, like it comes in and he's like doing a lot of like those, like, uh, I don't want to say like screaming vocals, but it's that gruff tone. Like the yelling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Rock. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, a super, it's a super fast paced song that I could totally see like a guy on a horse and an ass just like (laughs) going through a field of goblins, just like fucking just mowing them down, you know, and all these goblins are just trying their best. And then there's one part where they bring in the organ. 
right oh. yeah and i just have this idea of like they really hype up like there's a there's a mage among these goblins and he's like trying to create like some sort of like uh, uh some sort of spell or whatever to like yeah, kill yeah. this guy and then at the last possible second the guy just takes his axe and throws it right into the mage's head <laughs> you know like it's just like ah oh, like i i feel that like energy like listening to the song and then they uh they do this a lot in their music and i've seen it done in other songs too where it's like on the vocal track they'll like have it like to where it's only mids so you take off the the depth of it like the highs and lows and oh, it's, yeah, it yeah. kind of sounds like you're on the phone with somebody but mm-hmm. then they add an echo effect to it oh uh, that's and then, fun yeah and then he'll do like a little you know <laughs> <laughs> and, but it sounds like dope as shit because it's like echoing that. like echoing as they're fucking like keeping it super tight on the drums and bass i know i've already said that like three times but it really always comes through on this track yeah, I just I think it's just one of those tracks where it's just like from like start to finish, you just get hyped and it's just yeah. so fucking heavy that you're just like, yeah, I could just fucking roll through like a, you know, like a, an entire army of fucking <laughs> goblins. And also the the title itself, Animated Violence, I feel I like I love that. The second you said it, I was like, what a great name yeah. for, for this playlist. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, like this would be the song in the backdrop to something like I know I've pitched you the show a lot. Uh, uh, Primal. Primal. Uh, I've, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. It's, a, it's a very heavy. The little bit of it that I've seen is really cool. Yeah. It's a very brutal show. But I'm like, oh, this is the type of like music not necessarily that would be in primal just because they keep it very like uh simplistic and they don't do a whole lot of metal but you could put metal over the entire episode there's no dialogue in primal really and yeah. it's like you could just mute it and play heavy metal over it and it would be sick it would sink it would, it would sink be up. sick yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah so that's the end of uh my first uh song oh yeah so uh my first song is a song called tres brujas by the sword Okay. Uh, that stands for Three Witches. Okay. It's off of their Warp Riders album, okay. uh, which is a dope album. It's from uh, 2010. Um, and this song rules. Um, so, like, when it comes to bands that uh, play, like, heavy metal and then also just have, like, a bunch of fantasy themes in their lyrics and, like, mm-hmm. uh, to me, the sword kind of, like, tops the charts when it comes to, like, meshing those two things just directly. Um, mm-hmm. And this song, to the best that I can parse... It's about, like, an adventurer who, uh, due to certain herbs, he's having visions. <laughs> um, nice. It's like he's having visions, and he's, like, having his fate, like, foretold, and it's like, Three witches you will meet. Nice. On the road to your fate. Oh, nice. Um, and it's just like, I don't know, it's just, it's just like, I, I totally, it just reminds me of every D&D campaign I've played, and I listen to this song and this album a lot when I play D&D, because I just love the, the, the themes and motifs it does across it mm-hmm. um but this one always stands out to me as the best because it just like it just like the riff is just like a little sabbathy it, it, it in so far as like it's just a little like i don't want to call it gratuitous but it's very clear it's just like the star of the show is the, sure, the, the, sure. the guy shredding you know yeah. what i mean um and and it's like every second of this song could be accompanied by like a three foot tall one-eyed goblin shaman being just cloven in twain <laughs> by a big boy with a big boy axe like <laughs> it just like really embodies it to me it's just like the song's about adventure it's about witches it's about just like going through a fantasy world and just yeah. like fucking going on an adventure it just and, rules yeah and, and what do you do in most D and D campaigns? At some point, you kill a bunch of goblins. You kill a bunch of goblins. Yeah. And yeah, I, I listen to the sword a lot when I play D and D. It just jumps out to me. It just really fits the vibe. Um, yeah. If y'all have not listened to the sword, um, even if you're not a huge metalhead, um, um, it, it's good. It's yeah. really just good music. They do a good job with it. Nice. Uh, what's your uh, What's your second song, Zach? Uh, so my second song is a song called "Odd Goblins" by <laughs> a, a rap group called <laughs> Swollen Members. Oh my god! Right, great name, right? <laughs> uh, they're like a, I think they're a Vancouver-based like rap group, and uh, most of their other songs I I didn't like super get down on, but this song "Odd Goblins" has one like the most like just like greatest gnarliest beats. Uh, that I love a lot, just like a sampled uh, bass, like a uh, hip hop beat. Uh-huh. Uh, it like it, I couldn't find like the like who sampled this, you know, of it. Um, uh, but like the vibe it gives me is like that 1970s cartoon where they show the villains like um, uh, oh, uh, yeah, castle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, wah, wah, 
<laughs> but they take that beat, that style, and then they just kind of like really elevate it to where it just like it's it's one of those songs that I immediately also put it on my hype playlist because I was just like, <laughs> oh, this is so fucking great. And uh, initially, I like the way I envision it is it's more of like a like kind of like uh, escape from New York type uh, <laughs> element where it's like, oh, it's like a decaying city that all these goblins are in. And it's like, you know, uh, like uh, two guys, you know, uh, two guys just like riding around in like a like a nice old like Cadillac, you know, like in, in Escape <laughs> from New York. There's like a Cadillac with like yeah. a chandelier on with it. Chandelier, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that shit. And they're just like fucking like ro- roaming from like burrow to burrow. Just, just like goblins fucking, in the fucking head. Yeah, exactly. Just fucking <laughs> destroying goblins. You know, they never have a chance, you know, but it's just their job to do the cleanup. But uh, but yeah, that's the vibe I get with the the song. It's that. got it's got great lyrics. Uh, I, I I do like. What kind of rap is it? Is it like a, is it like fast rap, like speed rap? Is it like? No, uh, I would is say it like... it's more like '90s hip hop era, okay, where it's cool, like cool, cool. you have multiple rappers who kind of jump on. It reminds me a bit of like Cypress Hill in oh, terms okay. of like delivery yeah. and other yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. There is one line that is in the chorus that I love so much, and it's one of the reasons why I picked it. But it's carefree, card carrying barbarians. <laughs> <laughs> that's like some Brad Neely shit, yeah, right? There. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's so, it's just so, but it's just like that's the chorus. It's like carefree cart carrying barbarians. Uh, but yeah, no, and and with that beat on top of it, it just makes it seem so like menacing and like like sort of like authoritative in a way. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love it. Uh, it, it was a great song, uh, Odd Goblins uh, by Swollen Members. Uh, love it, Marshall. What's your next song? I want to say the song I'm most excited about on the playlist, but realistically, it's the song I'm second most excited about on the playlist. Uh, it's super. So it's called a uh, Stew Pot's Pack. Okay. And it's by a band called Goblin Cock. Ah, yes. Are you familiar with Goblin Cock? Well, here's the thing, Marshall. At one point, uh, when I was looking through all these, like, songs, at one point, I did what I always do, and I just type in the theme of (laughs) into Spotify. So that's so so funny. I type in the word Goblin. And yeah, Goblin Cock came up a lot, but I knew you would probably pick Goblin Cock. Well, they're a band I listen to. Yeah, they're yeah, a band yeah. I like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I knew that too. Like, outside of us picking this, like, it, this wasn't a new discovery for you. So, uh, this band, uh, this song's called Stew Pot's Package, and it's off their album uh, Necronama Donkey Comic Kong. Great ne- name. Ne- that's who I always- Donkey Kong in Namacon. Yeah, that's who I always pick a Mario Kart. <laughs> um,. And, and Goblin Cock is honestly a band that's real near and dear to my heart um, because it's a project by Rob Crow, oh. um, who's one of the members of Pinback. <laughs> 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 who is, I'm sure y'all have gathered by this point, uh, one of my favorite bands. Um, <laughs> it all comes back to Pinback. And it's so funny, too, because it's like they do, what this band really spotlights is his his childish sense of humor. Sure. And just like, just like he's he, he he's like, I'm going to start a metal band. We're going to call it Goblin Cog. Their first, uh, their first album is just a goblin king sitting on a throne with a huge robe on. And then at the base of his robe, there's just like a gigantic penis that's just hanging out the bottom that's pierced. Nice. Um, and it's just like, man, that's... It's metal. That's some imagery. Yeah. <laughs> and- um, but uh, it's it's really funny. I, I've never seen them in concert, but one of my good buddies did. And uh, it, uh, he said that they came out on stage and they were all just wearing robes, like with like where you couldn't see any of their faces. Yeah. And just literally any time they were chugging open notes where their hands were not on the fretboard, that hand was in the air throwing devil horns. Oh, Throughout yeah. the entire show, constantly, different nice. band members would just throw their ha- their devil horns in the air because they were playing open notes. <laughs> um, and I was like, I love that. That's like that's committing to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny because they are a metal band and they do have like big fat riffs and you know they are definitely heavy but like I definitely hear the pinback influence and in, like how he yeah. does the vocals yeah. uh, particularly the vocals but also some of the riffs just like they're a little bouncy like it reminds me of what he does but it's so funny because it's like uh <laughs> it's just like it's like it's like I'll I'll hear the pinback cadence uh in this song uh stew pots package which is a song as best as I can tell about like like uh, cooking and eating a human, <laughs> like through the eyes of like a goblin, I would assume. Sure, um, yeah. <laughs> but it's one it's, with a massive cock. There's a part with just like like the the indie rock uh, pinback uh, cadence to the vocals, where it's just like he's covered in gravy, he's covered with stains, uh, he tastes like candy. Gonna wash that man right out of my beard. <laughs> That's like the lyrics, and I'm just like, oh my god, I love yeah. it. That's dope. Um, it's super good. Um, 
And, and, and honestly, the whole song, it just makes me hungry for green flesh. Yeah, sure. Um, Want to throw them in the stew pot. Yeah. Eat them up. So that's uh, Stew Pot's Package by uh, Goblin Cock. Nice. All right, well, uh, my next one uh, that I got is... Um uh, is a song that uh, I, you know, I, I, the rest of this playlist is mostly me finding songs with the name Goblin in it <laughs> and being like, oh man, I really like this song. And this song is called Goblin Humpa. Hump, H U M P A? H U M P P A. Humpa. Humpa. Uh, by the Dreadnoughts. Okay. And Marshall, I don't is think, that a- I don't think you know the Dreadnoughts, but. Are they a ska band? Uh, they, uh, Marshall, this song, heavy metal pol- polka. The, uh, so I continue, listen, continue, yeah, continue, continue. So, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. listen to a bit of the Dreadnoughts. Uh, most of their other music is kind of like sea shanties and like that sort of style. Maybe my brother's shown them to me because he listens to really weird metal music. Yeah. And so this song specifically, <laughs> Goblin Humba, uh, the only lyric in the song is a guy going, Humba! and then, uh, and then they, and then they fucking shred. Like Marshall, the fucking violinist, <laughs> the violinist on this fucking track is like sawing their fucking violin in half with how fast they're fucking playing. Like it is insane, like hearing it. I can't wait to show it till you uh, afterwards. But like honestly, it is just such a fun song. And like what I envision while listening to it is like we're talking about with D and D. Usually D and D like starts uh, Dungeons and Dragons. We haven't uh, said that before. Uh, but it uh, we play Pathfinder. Yeah. Uh, but it's like when you're playing like that first campaign, like that first starting one, you know, yeah, like yeah. everyone always ends up in a tavern, you know, yeah, like yeah. and not like everything, but like most things just like start with like you all meet in this tavern. You're right? in the tavern. The yeah. uh, bartender is serving beers. There's a dwarf talking about mining. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like all of them start like yeah, that. Yeah. But like I just thought it'd be really funny if the first encounter is like you fighting a bunch of goblins in the tavern. And this is like the perfect uh, tavern brawl music in a oh, way, I love just because it. it's super fast paced. You really hear just people fucking shredding on the violin. I think the mandolin, and like you can uh, hear the the faint sounds of the accordion in the back, you know. Uh, and it has those moments where it just kind of ebbs and flows, but it always keeps building, you know. Like even though like there are some parts where it kind of dips a little bit, it's still keeping the momentum just to bring it. Yeah, like further up, which I oh, love a man. lot. It's just constantly building. That's cool. Yeah, but it's uh, that's yeah. good energy for uh, killing little green guys. Yeah, I was just I was so excited to talk to you about the song because I was like, no, 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 Marshall, heavy metal. <laughs> it's funny because the name sounds familiar. I think I'm thinking of a ska band, but my mm. brother, my brother likes like a like power metal. Mm. Uh, um, like not like Dragon Force, but he likes sure. like he likes like power metal with like heavy fantasy themes. Like he mm-hmm. sends me he sends me YouTube links to like um, bands that uh, I really enjoy watching these videos. It's just it never makes it into my rotation. Right, sure, um, yeah, yeah. But it's like it's like there will be bands where the whole band is just dressed like Vikings or like or like you know just like like that. It's like if Swedish if Swedish culture and metal wasn't like black metal. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if they just went like a Mandela effect, like yeah. just went into a different like direction with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they were still really into metal, but they were into like like Viking culture or something. I don't know. Well, yeah. no, honestly, nothing's more Viking than like how evil black metal is. I, uh, guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Love black metal. But um, uh, black metal's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's my take. Love it all. Let the critics sort it out. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, my song. Yeah, your next song, Marshall. So uh, my next song is the one song on this playlist that is not a heavy metal song. Ah. It is uh, by hardcore punk band Minor Threat. Oh, nice eyes. Minor Threat. Minor Threat. And the song is Seeing Red. Red. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> you know this one? Yeah, yeah, I do. yeah. It's, yeah, one of their yeah. Big, it's one of their bigger songs. It's off of uh, definitely their most popular album, I would say. Uh, first two seven inches, which I think is just the combination of mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Anyways, my take on this song, in so far as how it relates to the playlist, is super straightforward because, like punk rock, it is very straightforward. I think there's maybe two songs on this whole album that are more than a minute long. Yeah, uh, you know. Um, and basically, this song embodies the idea of like you're a berserker. And the goblin horde just came over the hilltop. And you're sitting there butt naked, covered in paint with a two-handed weapon. Um, and you let out just like a bestial howl. Um, and you become a being of pure rage. All you see is red. Hell yeah. You wake up three <laughs> hours later, laying down, breathing heavy, just corpses around you. <laughs> nice. Say <Sing> red! <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I love Minor Threat. Yeah, Minor uh, Threat rules. I was honestly, I was really torn between Minor Threat and Fugazi. I listened to a lot of both of those this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, and Minor Threat's just a little more raw, I think. Hell yeah, that was a good pick. Thank uh, you. Thank yeah. You. Uh, my next song, a little fancy. So here's the thing, Marshall. We, we've uh, been talking about Killing Goblins, and most of the time it's like, you know, uh, uh, a lot of uh, person v. Goblin horde, or, you know. <laughs> yeah. But I had an idea. So I kind of envisioned like um, some like hoity-toity goblins. They're having like a nice like sort of like an Englishman's like tea party, <laughs> you know, like a, it's a bunch of goblins and like powdered wigs and like powdered faces. Three people you know? are going to get this joke, but these are Pathfinder second edition goblins and not Pathfinder first edition goblins. And I am not one of those three yeah, people. Yeah, I know. But I, yeah. That wasn't for you, Zach. <laughs> the three people I appreciate it. They're fucking going nuts right now. They fucking just slammed their whole beer because they're like, representation. No, I think they just, um, I think they probably just nodded and said, yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough of this nerd shit. So this ho- hoity-toity goblin party <laughs> that I'm envisioning, it's like just a bunch of like, you know, fancy uh, gentlemen's and ladies, but they're all goblins. Okay. Uh, and they're all in just like a nice garb, but it's still trash. You know? Yeah. And so during this like goblin, you know, party, one of them accidentally says a social faux pas or one of them accidentally gets too much crumpet on the other <laughs> one's blouse, you know? And then so they do a duel. Right? Oh. Yeah. So it's a gap. It's a fancy hoity toity goblin duel. Uh, and where it's like, you know, I challenge you, sir. But like the way. So, oh, I forgot to mention the song. So the song I picked. Yeah, <laughs> I was waiting. I was like, there's so much good lead up there's to so, this. There's so much exposition. So the song is called uh, Dance of the Goblins by Antonio uh, Bazzini. Okay. Uh, and I love the title. Yeah, he's a, I, he was a like a classical like um, a violinist from uh, Italy. And the, the version I really like is uh, by uh, Resvan uh, Stoika, I think. Uh, but yeah, it's none, none. Uh, so it's very fancy and mischievous. Like uh, a lot of it is just very like fast, like um, sort of like super short notes. Like, uh, but it just sounds so like, like the pitter patter of goblin feet. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it, it just reminded me so much of like Looney Tunes or like um, uh, like spy versus spy type energy, where it's like two goblins like. They challenge them to a duel, but then they like do a bunch of just crazy shit because they're goblins. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like they do the whole turn your back, do four paces, and like one of them like just grabs a shovel and starts digging so he can be shorter. So by the time the guy turns around, like he'll like try and fire, like, <laughs> like but the goblin's like, you know, uh, a whole foot shorter. You know? Right. Just stuff like that. But it just reminded me of like, uh, 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 just like that sort of like, like ridiculous Looney Tunes. Uh, well, I type love the thing. cartoony take on it. I love the idea of it's like it's not it's uh it's 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 violence where the goblins are still they're high class goblins they're highfalutin goblins but they're still doing goblin stuff. Yeah, exactly. And at their core, they're still just they're little, still goblins. They're, they're still just little bastards. Yeah, little <laughs> bastards. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I really love um how the song plays and there's one part I want to say around like three minutes and forty six seconds where it just kind of like. Like leading up to that, it's like a beautiful melody, uh, and then the uh, the piano goes away, and then it comes back in with that like riff of like oh. mischievousness, yeah. you know. And it's just like at that point, it's just like like I was just saying, it's like oh, maybe at some point they like res- try and resolve their issues without <laughs> like violence. <laughs> And then it just immediately turns back to one of them's just trying to screw over the other one. <laughs> they both shoot their guns and both neither of the flints like ignite the powder because they're goblins and they just did a shitty job packing the ball. Yeah. And, uh, and, and they both just like misfire and they're both standing there with their guns in their hands. There's just like a moment of silence that kind of like creeps over the room while everyone's looking at these two goblins. Yeah. And then they just like jump on each other and physically start fighting. <laughs> like, <it laughs> yeah, goes, exactly. It's exactly. Like, and then, and uh, then it's just the cloud of dust where you occasionally see an arm and a leg. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Scooby Doo shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, one thing I also like about it is like obviously, uh, you know, this uh, this uh, 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 violinist is extremely talented. But there's like this like plucking effect that they do, where it's like rapid fire plucking, like in between doing mm-hmm. like you know uh, um, using the bow and stuff like that. That I just really appreciate and love, and it just really adds to the effect of like ooh, a little mischievous, you mm-hmm. know, like. Uh, but yeah, so that's my hoity-toity goblin duel, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dance of the Goblins by Antonio uh, Bazzini. 
So I have a song uh, that is once again uh, fighting a goblin horde. <laughs> um, it's a song called Fury Whip by High on Fire. Hell yeah. Um, and that's from the album Death is the Communion. Um, or Death is This Communion. Nice. Um, so High on Fire, um, like anytime Matt Pike peels off his shirt... You know you're about to just get like the heaviest riffs. Hell yeah! Um, and 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 Matt Pike, I originally found out about him because he plays guitar and sings for the band Sleep. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Uh, they're they're a very iconic like doom metal band. Um, <laughs> and and uh, when he's not playing with Sleep, he's playing with High on Fire, um, where he also plays guitar and sings. But it's very different pacing. It's very high energy. Um, right. I, I, I don't even know what to call it, really. I call it stoner metal, but I'm terrible with labels. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know who I am. If you, I have am. A, if you have an idea, be sure to tweet it at us at Eardrop. Yeah, tell me what High on Fire is, because I like them a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, a fun fact, so like I almost uh, brought in uh, the band Mastodon for this playlist, because oh, yeah, I sure. love Mastodon. They do yeah. a lot of talks about just like behemoths and giant beasts and yeah, stuff like we that. we saw them live. Um, yeah, yeah, they opened for uh, Primus. It was yeah. dope. Um <laughs> But a uh, fun fact about Mastodon is that the, the guys in that band uh, met at a High on Fire concert. I don't think all of them did, but like a bunch of them did. But like the core members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, met, they met at a High on Fire concert, um, which I love a lot. And uh, the song I was going to play uh, by Mastodon was Blood and Thunder, because uh, that mm. song's just fucking dope. It just definitely sounds like a battle anthem. Yeah. Um, but this song, like, it embodies... Uh, here, I have a thing written, actually. This song embodies the... <laughs> <laughs> this song embodies the concept of uh, sending the goblin mass into a rut and then slowly <laughs> pushing them back towards a sheer cliff until they're forced to go off the edge of the cliff in the way of the lemming. Yeah. Um, it's just like this idea. Like I almost saw it as like Riders of Rohan, mm-hmm. um, but like there's like five times as many goblins as there are orcs because, you know, they're goblins and not orcs, so you need yeah. more of them. Um, and just like pushing them back, and they're just like slowly just falling off uh, yeah. the back of this cliff. And the whole time, it's just a uh, fucking Matt Pike just yelling, just hell screaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, I think that's potentially the longest song on my playlist, too. Mm-hmm. I so. think uh, my last song was like the longest one at like six minutes or something. The one that I might be longer is my last song as well. Nice. Um, nice this nice. one's the uh, Fury Whip is definitely six minutes. I'm not sure if my next one is. Or oh, not. I meant my last song that I just said, but not my last oh, song. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, gotcha. I, I realized the error of uh, <laughs> as soon as I said it. Marshall, um, you know, we're coming to my last song, mm-hmm. right? And obviously, is that what we're doing? Yeah, and uh, obviously, I've uh, you know come at some of these uh, uh, goblin songs in a different way. Hoity-toity yeah. goblins, you know. Uh, uh, Thank you for yeah. letting me do all the metal music. Yeah, no, uh, not well, all of it. But. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I knew also that's where your strengths lie, uh, and 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 I could just get weird with this one. So I had this idea where I was like, I need a song that is sad, <laughs> right? <laughs> Because, like, I I, th- I thought about it, all right, well, you know, sometimes you're a goblin, and you have to kill another goblin just due to, like, uh, that goblin is sick, that <laughs> goblin is hurt, and I'm you're doing- hungry. <laughs> and I'm yeah. doing a mercy killing, right? Sure. And I was thinking, I was like, okay, what's, like, what's a sad song that would really, like, break through? So initially, I was thinking about doing Sarah McLaughlin's I Will Remember You. Right. Oh, yeah. But the problem is I listened to it and I was like, I can't be on a podcast and, and, and say I like this song. But do you like that song? <clears throat> I like like chunks of that song that I will remember you part of that song, I think is decent. The rest of it, I'm just kind of meh about. I don't know that I've actually listened to the rest of that song before. I think I've only heard, like, the key. You only heard the chorus. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because yeah. that's the only thing that shows up when they do, like, montages yeah. of people who have died or, you know, stuff like that, you know? So I needed to find a song that uh, kind of, like, uh, embodied that, but without being, um, you know, crazy. Um, mm-hmm. So I found a song called Goblin Tea by Keel of Discouragement. Oh. Uh, and it's a lo-fi song. And one oh. thing I like about lo-fi is uh, usually it's very melancholic. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, it's very slow, repetitive. Uh, you can study to it. You can relax to it. You know, obviously there's many a playlist on YouTube that showcase that aspect. 
But like most of them, I feel like are a little bit sad, but not like a sad of like I'm super sad. It's just a, a it's like melancholy a, was a great word for it. Honestly, yeah, it's just yeah. that like like that that plateau of depression. You know? <laughs> like you I know? would love to hit the top of that plateau one day. Yeah, because so, um, so, right now I'm just going up. <laughs> yeah, just going up. It's not a plateau, baby. That's a mountain. <laughs> but it's just like it's just like a, a constant state, and so it's like I imagine. Like you were describing earlier with uh, seeing red, where it's like a guy comes in and completely just wipes out an entire goblin <laughs> horde. There's like one goblin who's alive, you know, like who like survived. He's got- and then he's going around like the battlefield, just killing all the goblins to put them out of their misery. Like all the ones that are like oh, no. barely alive, you know, and it's and it's sad. But also this is the life of a goblin, you know, yeah, like the yeah. person doing this understands like this is their existence, you know. Uh, and though how well, and like, sad it is from our perspective, it's just like, yeah, this is goblin shit. This if is we're what being I honest, do. he's he's probably doing a real shit job too because he's oh, a goblin. Yeah. It's he's like it's goblin. like he's he's he he holds the sword above his head to swing it down, and just like completely misses the guy's neck and just like cuts off his leg at the knee. Yeah, and he's just like, ah, gotta take it again. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, it's all right. This, this is gonna hurt me more than it hurts you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so like, uh, but yeah, it's just one of those songs that obviously like lo-fi. It's like you know, it's uh, a very low tempo, and then it has like a sort of like. Uh, long sustained chords, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they're like just super slowed down from like some sort of synthesizer or maybe they're just engineered that way. But it just kind of like it's that constant. Uh, and I love the uh, name uh, of the album. It's called Lo-Fi for Witches. Oh, sick. Yeah, yeah I, I was love like that. I was like, I love so many witches that, you know, need to hear this. This is great. <laughs> uh, but that is my last song. Uh, Goblin Tea by Keel of Discouragement. Marshall, what's your last song? My last song called ghoul funnel (laughs) (laughs) it is love it love it the song i am most excited about it's called ghoul funnel um and it is by the screech boys (laughs) uh, featuring longmont potion castle oh are you familiar with longmont potion castle no i'm not but that sounds like a great name so so how i found this song so the screech boys uh, i was just browsing like the it was either the stoner rock or doom metal subreddit i want to say it was the doom metal subreddit and i just saw a um this band had put out an album this year, The Screech Boys, and I just saved it to my post. I was like, I'll look them up later. Like, I, I like finding music that way. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not. Um, and I get on Spotify, and I'm looking through their album, which, by the way, is called Love Surf Dracula. Dope, um, <laughs> dope name. They're killing it on yeah, names right? here, Marshall. Came out this year, 2022. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I was just scrolling through all the songs on the album, and I get to one, and I see that Longmont Potion Castle is uh, is is on the track. And I immediately just like listened to that song. So Longmont Potion Castle, um, he he started doing surreal prank calls in the 1980s. Okay, and he would and he would like release bootleg cassettes basically with I like now, his. Yep, as you're describing this, I'm like, I know our mutual friend has showed me this. Yes, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who yep. showed it to me too. Yep. Um, uh, miss you, buddy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's not but, dead. He just lives in Australia. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah um, but like they're very surreal. Like he he uses um all sorts of like real bizarro sound effects and like flangers and like just and like like the one that in this song there's like a dog barking that he puts in and he keeps talking. Oh, nice. Like the person he's pranking, he keeps being like like talking about this <clears throat> dog that's barking and he can't hear what they're saying because they they need to shut their dog up. Um, <laughs> but uh. <laughs> So fun thing about it too is that like sometimes on like the B sides of these cassettes he would just like release thrash metal that he made also. Sure. Um, but I didn't incorporate any of that. None of that's incorporated in this. Um, but basically this song just like features a sample of one of his prank calls. Sure. And the whole time they're just playing the same riff over the whole call. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like a particularly heavy riff, but it is like very doom and that it is very like hypnotic to where it's just like this riff that's playing over this call. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Um, and so the call starts and uh, it just begins uh, with the woman picking up the phone and basically answering because she works at some costume shop. Mm-hmm. And like out the gates, the guy's just like, yeah, no, I'm like looking for a thing. Uh, Ronald McDonald sent me here. Um, I'm looking for a fiend cask. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, a what? And he's like, a fiend cask? You know, like a pseudo sapien kind of chest? <laughs> 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 like a ghoul funnel <laughs> like a ghoul funnel like a ghoul funnel 
Um, but basically, this whole song's progression is just like her becoming increasingly agitated as he keeps like requesting these super outlandish, like paranormal sounding, just faux things, just not even <laughs> real things. Um, and her just getting increasingly mad. It ends with like a cop on the phone being like, being like, uh, so do we understand ourselves or some shit like that? Just, you know, Jeez. cop stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, it's re- I can't wait to show you this song. I think you're going to think it's really funny. Yeah, um, no, I'm excited uh, about it. Ghoul Funnel by the Screech Boys featuring Longmont Potion Castle. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, uh, that ends our uh, our show and tell here uh, of our uh, playlist. But don't go just yet. We got one more segment. Uh, Marshall, I pitched this to you where I, uh, I was telling you about rap snacks. Uh, yeah. And Rap Snacks is like a brand that usually takes like a lot of modern artists uh, and then makes like a like a chip flavor with them, you know, like uh, and I love that. I love that. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. No, it's very fun. Uh, like, they're, uh, they're, they're really good chips, honestly. Oh, yeah. Like Migos has one. Uh, Fetty Wap has one. Uh, Cardi B has one. Uh, Lil Baby's got one. Uh, I think <laughs> I think uh, uh, I think Lil Yachty also has one. But I was just thinking, oh, man. They've like also missed some other rappers, you yeah. know, and like their flavors, <laughs> you know. So I, 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 I know we gotta go soon, but I got a couple of them like written down. We should uh, call Mort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I think he's busy. Um, but here's here's my pitch for him. Uh, I think there should be Bismarcky wrap <laughs> snacks, and like what flavor. Uh, the flavor is gonna be all dressed. Uh, all dressed is like a type of chips, uh, that are like very popular in Canada and other stuff like that. But it's just like all dressed, like all flavors. Like, yep. and I feel like Bismarcky was one of those artists where he would just like do whatever. And that's why I love the guy. But it's it- fun. I've had all dressed chips before and it's funny because the ketchup flavor always really pushes through. Yeah, it really comes through. <laughs> it right? really comes through and it's good. It's fine. It mixes with everything else. But yeah. it really comes through really every comes time. Through. Yeah. And then like, you know, I feel like Bismarcky would kind of put ketchup on things, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, uh, also, but it's just like, I, I love Bismarcky. I think he like encompasses a lot of like different styles, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I'm like, Oh, all dressed. Of course. Uh, my <laughs> next one was for Danny Brown. Oh, oh, and it was a uh, shrimp flavored. <laughs> Cause like Danny Brown it. isn't like any ordinary rapper. And I feel like shrimp flavor isn't any ordinary chip and people who love shrimp chips are just like Danny Brown fans. Like they're in them. You know, <laughs> like they're all about them and it might make it uncomfortable around people who might not be down with that vibe. You know, like my girlfriend loves shrimp chips, but like she's like, I'm not going to kiss you after eating these because she you know? knows that you're a coward. Yeah, because I'm a coward. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so one thing I'll say is like like shrimp chips. I think they're fine. Um, if they're around, I'll eat them. But I, yeah. I, I don't think I ever go out of my way to buy them. Yeah. Uh, but I will say um, someone should make a shrimp cocktail. Ooh. Chip, because I feel like I would eat the hell out of that. Yeah, shrimp with the cocktail sauce yeah. and the chip. Mm-hmm. 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 Just God. a thought. I don't know. God, I'm getting hungry. I'm going to order a pizza after this. Um, <laughs> Dope, because <yeah>. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, my next one that I got um, uh, uh, is uh, the Fife Dog. Uh, okay. Fife Dog was in uh, Tribe Called yeah, yeah, Quest. Tribe. Uh, yeah, and he passed away. Right, I think he's one of the most underrated rappers of all time. He is one, he's definitely on my Mount Rushmore of rappers. Uh, I think just throughout all of his career, just like killed it uh, uh, and did an amazing job. So that's why I gave him sour cream and onion. Ah. Because it's a classic beloved chip, but also kind of underrated in like whenever you're talking chips. I don't think like sour cream and onion is like the first one I'm going to name. You know, like a lot of people feel that way. but. Like, they're still selling out like crazy, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. They're still, like, the people who know, they know. And that's how I feel about Fife Dog's career. Um, uh, oh, uh, last one I got here is uh, the Machine Gun Chelly, uh, Kelly. <laughs> uh, Machine Gun Kelly, am I saying that right? Yeah. Uh, and his uh, his uh, rap snacks, it's just an empty bag. Yeah. Um, there's no chips in it. Uh, <laughs> just, like never... his, just like his career. Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, you know, you just use rap music just to get into the spotlight so you can change uh, genres after an actual artist just disses you. Um, <laughs> like, it's all surface level things. It's a very nice shiny bag, but there's actually nothing underneath. Um, you know, just uh, but, you know, uh, Megan Fox loves them. Uh, so, yeah, that's the end of uh, Rap Snacks. Uh, and I think Marshall. I think that's the end of the episode. What time is that already? Well, peeps, that's the uh, end of our uh, episode. Thank you so much 
for listening to this episode. Uh, I hope, uh, you know, next time you're out there killing goblins, we gave you a dope soundtrack uh, to listen to. I know I did. Yeah, you can uh, look up our soundtracks uh, from this episode on Spotify and, uh, you know, uh, decide which one you like more. Uh, uh, as always, want to say big thanks to J.W. Francis, who lets us use the song Lo-Fi uh, off the album We Share a Similar Joy. Uh, JW, you're the best. We love you so much. Guys, y'all have heard the intro to our show. It's so good. It's the one thing that legitimizes us as podcasters. We cannot thank JW Francis enough for allowing us to use it. It sounds so good. It's a phenomenal song. It's All of so his music good. is so good. Marshall, it's so good that my girlfriend forgets that it's the podcast, like, it's our podcast that it's the intro for. She just <laughs> knows that, oh, it's a really good intro for the, like, uh, a podcast. Yeah, that, you know, no, it's like, so perfect. Yeah, she uh, she was telling me that earlier. But yeah, J.W. Francis, you guys got to check him out. Uh, he's amazing. He's got some new songs. Uh, Casino, I Want to Be Your Basketball. Uh, uh, he's got a new album coming out. Uh, it might already be out by the time you're listening to this, but go and check it out. So uh, good. For all of our social media stuff, you can hit us up at Eardrunk on Instagram and at Eardrunk on Twitter. And uh, if you have any suggestions for a future playlist or want to tell us uh, about something we got wrong, uh, be sure to email us at uh, Eardrunk at Gmail and, uh, and let us know. And be mean if you want. Be mean if you want. Hey, you've had a bad day, you know? Take it out on me. Take it out on us. Take it I. I- Take it out on us, because, like, the thing is, I'm not going to feel good either way. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no, Marshall! Oh, no! Well, that was a very sad thing, but unfortunately, that's the end of our episode, and we'll come back to that next week. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I've been your host, Zach Webb. And I'm Glorp. And from all of us here, uh, including Florp and Flippy, uh, we just want to uh, say thank you, and uh, have a kick-ass weekend. Love you. Love you.